0: Welcome back to our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm going to jump right in and talk to you about Letting things go. So, God truly wants to purge us. Last week we talked about God birthing something new. And today we're going to talk about the process of purging and letting things go. Purging is so important. Whenever God gets ready to do something in our hearts and in our lives, there's certain things that We have to let go of, we cannot carry, we cannot take those things with us into our next season and into our next level. And so we see this many times in the word of God, where there's a purging that takes place before we move forward, before the people, men and women of God move forward, they have to go through a time of just decluttering, detoxing, uh, purging, shedding just letting things go, right? All right. So let's just jump right into why God purges us. And so first reason God purges us is so that we can come up higher. And I don't know about you, but my prayer 2019, 2020 is to come up higher, to go all the way after God, to just do everything that the Lord puts on my heart to do, to just follow him, to worship him, to sit at the feet of Jesus, to enjoy his presence, to come up higher. Amen. All right. So let's look at Psalm chapter 51, verse seven. It says, Actually, we're going to look at Psalm chapter 24, verse three says, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol or sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Now, the part I want us to focus on is who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? And so, when God is calling us to come up higher and we talk about ascension, this was David's question. He said, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? How can we get closer? And we're closer, of course, because of Christ. He is the mediator. He is the atonement for our sins. It's because of Jesus that we can come boldly before the throne of of grace. And so as we come boldly before the throne of grace, there's things that happen. The closer that we get to God, we begin to know him in a deeper way. We begin to know him in a personal way. And then also as we get to know him, he begins to re- reveal things to us about ourselves. So we talked before about discernment. We talked before about hearing God's voice. And I want to talk to you even about the process of purging because it's not just discerning other people, but it's also having this ability to know who you are. And sometimes God will show you personally things about yourself, and where they came from, and how they started, and why you need to be purged. And so when we submit to God, when we come before him in his presence, there's things that he removes from us so that we can come up higher. And in order for those things to be removed, We have to actually be aware of what those things are. So a lot of times in deliverance ministry, and we talked about this on our podcast episode with our special guest, Pastor Kimberly, about deliverance is finding out the root of where things came in at, finding out when things started and then going through the process of deliverance. And so you can be purged from those things that you need to be delivered from. So this is so important. I want to just encourage you that if you feel God purging you and taking things away, even friendships, habits, certain things it's because he is calling you higher. So it's something to rejoice. It's something to celebrate, even though it feels painful at the time, even though it does not make sense, the process of cleansing and detoxing and getting all those things out and purified, those things are not always good at the moment. The feeling of those things, it does not always feel good. But David got to a place where he said this in Psalm chapter 51, verse seven, he says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. So he gets to a place where he actually begins to pray for God to purge him. And he tells the Lord, if you purge me with hyssop, I'll be clean, wash me and I'll be white as snow. And I don't know about you, but that's my prayer that God will begin to purge me so that nothing will hold me back from going higher, from digging deeper into more of God, into more of his presence, more of his power, and to be completely submitted to the purging process. It's important for you to understand that God allows things to be removed from your life because he loves you, because those things are not good for you, because those things are a hindrance to your walk and to your relationship with the Lord. And sometimes things in our lives, they just expire. And so almost like going through a refrigerator going through sometimes you really have to take inventory and begin to pray and say, Holy Spirit, please show me what in my life needs to be removed. What in my life is expired? What in my life needs to no longer be there? What relationships, what friendships, what certain mindsets do I need to be purged of and delivered of and set free from. And so that's a process of things that God does in our lives. But it's so important that we submit to that process and even pray like David prayed for God to begin to purge us so that we can go deeper. All right. Second reason that God purges us is God has something he wants to do in and through us. So I want you to understand that God has something he wants to do in and through you. There's so many examples of this in the word of God. I want to look at a couple. So first, let's take a look at Isaiah chapter six. And I'm going to read through this here. If you have your Bible, make sure you study this and read this. It says in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple hallelujah above it stood seraphim each one had six wings with two he covered his face with two he covered his feet and with two he flew and one cried to another and said holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory and the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out and the house was filled with smoke So I said, woe is me for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. I want to pause right here in verse five because Isaiah is describing this encounter when he saw the Lord high and lifted up and something about when you truly encounter the presence of God. Like I mentioned, sometimes you will begin to see things in yourself that have to submit to the glory of God. And so we see here that Isaiah not only gets a revelation of God, he gets a revelation of himself. And so I love that about God is that he will show us things about ourselves and he will deliver us. And so this is what's happening in verse five, Isaiah says, woe is me, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So when you come into really seeing God, God will begin to highlight some things that he wants to get a hold of. And when you understand the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, you will be willing to submit to that process of purging. And so verse six, it says, then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand, a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. So good, right? And then verse eight says this. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me. Now we talked about the second reason God wants to purge is because he has something that he wants to do in you and something that he wants to do through you. And so God Purged Isaiah's lips because God had ordained Isaiah as a prophet. And so Isaiah would begin to speak the word of the Lord. And so, even when you're purged, even when God cleanses you from certain things, a lot of times it's for a greater purpose. It's because he wants to use you and he wants to get rid of those things in your life that will hinder him from moving and working in and through you. So the process of purging is very beautiful because we understand that it's only for our good, regardless of how it may feel. Sometimes it's very painful and sometimes it doesn't always make sense because we don't know why God is removing things from us. But in the fullness of time, we'll understand. Some of the older saints had a song and they would say, we'll understand it better by and by. And so we may not have all the answers right now, but in the long run, we'll understand why God purged us from certain things and certain people and certain things that didn't make sense at the time, but it'll all make sense one day. All right, five major things that we need to be purged from are our thoughts. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And that's in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Then if we jump right into Philippians chapter four, verse eight, and this is a life verse that really helps you to purge your thoughts. This is a great process to put your thoughts through to make sure that your thoughts are being purged. And so Philippians four, verse eight actually tells us what we should think about. And it says, whatever things are good, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, Think on those things. So you have to ask yourself in your thoughts, is this pure? Is this lovely? Is this true? Is this something that I should be thinking on? And I just want to read that verbatim here again, and that's Philippians 4 verse 8. And it says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy Meditate on these things. So we don't have time to meditate on things that are negative, things that are not of a good report, things that are not lovely, things that are not true. So we have to be able to stand on the word of God and only meditate on the things that are true, the things that are just the things that are of a good report. So we have to hold on to the word of God and allow our minds to be purged. Second thing we need to be purged of is our hearts. And we talked about this already in Psalm that God will give us a clean hands and a pure heart. And we also have to be purged from just anything that would try to come in and flood us the cares of this life um certain things will weigh at our hearts and so proverbs 4 verse 23 it says guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life and we also know that david prayed for the lord to search his heart so many times in the bible and that's what we have to do we have to pray lord search my heart try me see if there's anything wicked in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that's in Psalm chapter 139. Third thing that we need to be cleansed from is unbelief. We had a whole powerful episode on the power of faith. Make sure you listen to that about the power of faith. And then also unbelief We have to make sure that we're not walking in unbelief because without faith, it is impossible to please God. One very powerful story about that is in Luke and it's about Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, and he gets to a place where He needs to be purged from his unbelief because the angel of the Lord comes to visit him and he questions what the angel says, and then he becomes mute until John the Baptist is born. The angel Gabriel tells him in Luke chapter one, verse 20, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. So God is serious about us not doubting him God is serious about us having faith, because faith is what pleases God. And then what I also love about this chapter, and it's my fourth point on what we need to be purged from, and that is our words, our words need purging. So if you're the type of person that you speak negatively, or you kind of speak without thinking, you want God to guard your mouth, you want to be able to Get into a place where you are careful about what you speak. And so, with Zacharias, the Lord just completely took his ability to speak away because Zacharias was in a place of authority. And when you speak in a place of authority, that affects what's happening. And so, I believe that the Lord would rather us not speak against what he's doing. And we see that in this passage, and it's so deep, it can be broken down so many ways. Fifth thing that God purges is our relationships. Not everybody is going to go with you into your next season. And I know that sounds cliche and we kind of hear that, but it is so true. There are certain people that God will cause you to shed and there certain people that God will allow to walk out or leave your life because they are not meant to go with you with where God is taking you. And we see this with Abraham. God told him to leave and go into a country that he knew not of. And so this happens sometimes when God is calling us higher. He'll purge us. And he'll take us completely outside of our comfort zone. He'll take us away from uh, things or people that we felt like were familiar because he's looking to do something new and something different. And he's calling us higher Hallelujah. So I just want to say a quick word of prayer. If you sense God purging you be encouraged, let it go, whatever that it is, whatever thing that God is tugging on your heart, give it up freely, because the things that God has in store for you so much greater, so much bigger and so much better. God, I pray for each and every listener today. Lord, I thank you for your process of purging. I thank you, God, that you are doing a new thing. And Lord, we are grateful for all that you are to us, God, and the fact that you love us so much. you would purge us and father thank you for the work that you're doing in and through us in this earth lord i pray for those that may be in a very difficult place of not understanding why certain things are happening in their life. I pray for grace. I pray for strength. I pray, God, that you would just bring understanding to them that you love them and that you're doing things that all things will work together for their good. And so, God, we thank you. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I pray that it blessed you. And of course, be sure to join us next week and you can follow us. At prayer is breathing on Instagram or on Facebook at prayer is breathing. Also, you can check us out at Awake Christian Clothing if you want any prayer gear. And you can send any prayer requests that you have to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. God bless you, God keep you, and remember, prayer is breathing. Thanks for listening.